out there, to all of our listeners, thanks again for tuning in. You're watching Movie Talk with Jake and Chris. And today we've got kind of an interesting episode for y'all. We're going to be reviewing the whole show of WandaVision. So we both recently finished watching all the episodes. And today we're going to go over what we liked about it, what we didn't like. And we're just going to kind of have a conversation about it. So as always, let us know what you think in the comment section down below. You can always send us a voicemail. And yeah, let's get to it. Also, um, we came up with an idea to do an episode of WandaVision Awards. So basically, there's going to be a form in the description or in the comments pinned um, where whatever platform you're on, where we're going to have a form where you can fill out what like the awards for what you would award the best episode, maybe the best moment or scene, best um, I think we'll do like best character, maybe best sitcom era or something. And then you can fill out the form and choose your favorites. We'll do an episode going through the results later. So please make sure to vote on that. So I just want to start with you. What did you think like overall? Um, so overall, I thought the show was a very, it's different and unique. It's definitely memorable. Um, it's, it's different from what we're used to with Marvel, with the whole the sitcom thing. Um, black and white for about half of it and then um, I just thought the beginning it was interesting and it, it got you thinking you know making up your own theories like I wonder I wonder what's really going on in Westview I wonder you know how Vision came back like what is he and so I think the show was really well run um, I know before the show started I was I was saying like I just hope so they're going out for a risk and I hope that they explain it well. And I hope it makes sense at the end. That was my biggest thing. And I think that they they performed it perfectly and it made perfect sense at the end. And so I think it was a huge success. Yeah, I loved it. I think, because a lot of the complaints against the MCU, I pushed back on this a little bit, but a lot of common complaints are, they're all very similar. All the movies and shows are kind of not very risky. There is, I think there's definitely not, that's not completely true, but I do see the complaint. This is, but this is completely different. It's a huge risk, especially for the first TV show, because the first TV show was going to be Falcon and Winter Soldier, which would have been a more traditional MCU TV show. But, but because of the way the pandemic shifted releases, this came first and it was a huge risk. And I think it paid off. I loved it. Do you want to get into more specific stuff you liked about it now? Yeah. So I think the first two or three episodes were, they were entertaining Definitely. Um, so I think in the back of everyone's minds, they're all thinking like, what is this? What's going to happen? Where are they? Right. Yeah. Cause you what don't, you on? don't see, you don't see the boundaries till a few, the boundaries of the city until a few episodes in. So entertainment wise, I think the first couple were pretty funny. There were some good moments. And then I liked how they, I liked how, they played flashbacks to explain. That yeah. was huge. That was huge that. because then you can see, oh, that's where the red helicopter came from. That's why that radio thingy exploded. You know, they play the flashback. So I thought that was really well done. I agree. Yeah, the first three episodes, which were the first two were the 50s and 60s and then the 70s, which were just basically all sitcom stuff, were awesome because each one was like a perfect recreation of sitcoms of that time in terms of just, the way they looked, the cameras, the sets, the black and white or the color and the aspect ratio, everything. And then when there were these little, and because it was so perfect, 
these little moments where something was off, like when he was choking at dinner, Mr. Hart, or when, or up until the third episode, finally, when Wanda, like when Monica disappeared or Geraldine, she was called at that point, disappeared when she mentioned Pietro, like these little moments that sort of build up, it just makes it all the more creepier and all the more interesting and just makes the mystery much, much more interesting. And then you get the fourth episode, which is when things start to be revealed. You see Monica coming back after the five years after she was snapped. And then you see her come to shield or sword, excuse me, and, and see them send in the helicopter, see the beekeeper in the sewers. And then you get start to get some answers. Yeah. I think the whole thing was just done in such a unique way. And they really did a great job of setting their intended mood of the scene. So in certain Mm -hmm. scenes, you have a lighthearted, funny mood, right? When they're doing the magic show, for example, or like just going around the house cleaning stuff. And then things start to get a little off and you can kind of tell like, hey, you know, something's off, something doesn't belong there. For example, cutting the hedge when they're talking to the neighbors, that was a big part of it where they're letting the viewer know they're kind of foreshadowing a little bit that something is off. And then in the Halloween episode, you really, you really start to see the boundaries, what happens if vision leaves and what the sword agents are doing. Mm -hmm. And, and also the true extent to Wanda's power. And you realize that it's built on her grief because when, when her dead brother is mentioned, when, when Vision is in trouble and she kind of just holds her head and screams and the whole city just gets bigger. And so they just reveal it in such a, such a fascinating way. I agree totally. Like those tone shifts too, like you were talking about, because everything's so lighthearted. And then it's suddenly when it starts to switch to sort of something's like, it highlights even more like what is going on here? Something is off. And then you're right. The idea that this was Wanda's grief, that she created this, perfect place for her after because when you think about it infinity war just happened for her she had just killed her boyfriend and then right after she's like crying because she killed her boyfriend then thanos reverses time she has to watch thanos kill her boyfriend then she's gone she snapped for i think spider-man said in endgame it felt like i was um knocked out for 30 minutes then to her it feels like 30 minutes later She's back, and then she's fighting in a giant battle with everybody. Yeah, she's fighting Thanos. in Endgame, and she takes on Thanos in Endgame, like right there. So, yeah, you know. it's, it's just a huge, huge battle for her, and times are different, and she doesn't really get to settle down very much. Yeah, and I loved how well, how it was well written in that it had to be a really good script because it had to be funny. It had to be like the sitcoms. It had to be very serious about very deep with the grief stuff it had to be superhero too and it it was a balance and i think they struck a good balance they also did a good job with how with the whole concept of people being possessed so obviously the show and the town is centered around wanda but then you think about all of the other cheerful people there and so you start you start to know that they're possessed again the cutting the hedge scene when the neighbor gets cut off with that sentence, right? And then when Geraldine comes out and she's like, oh my gosh, it's all Wanda. Mm-hmm. Like she's realizing it. And so then you start to realize, oh, these people are possessed. And then you really see that in the Halloween episode when they're like zombies. 
Yeah. Out, out like on the yeah. outskirts of town. It's smart because you empathize with Wanda because you see why she did what she did. But from the perspective of the people in the town, she's the villain. She went to a town and she took a whole town hostage and is maybe subconsciously, she doesn't probably mean to hurt them, but she's forcing them to play these sitcom roles. It's cool because she's not no longer, she can't be just a hero because she's doing this, but she's not a villain because she doesn't have evil intentions. And then I also wanted to point out what I thought was cool too. The show, as it goes along, it kind of progresses through the five stages of grief because the first one's denial. And at the beginning, she's, um, when things go wrong, like she says no, and she reverses it. And she's like, she's maintaining the sitcom. And then it goes to anger when Monica mentions, when Monica mentions, or Geraldine mentions Pietro, she's angry. And then she kicks Monica out. Then it goes to bargaining when she leaves the hex and she threatens sword. And she says, I think she says the direct quote is, um, you leave, you leave me alone and I'll leave you alone or something like that. And then depression, when you start to see in that modern family, more modern episode when she's like breaking down and then acceptance at the end when she lets go of vision and the kids. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't even think about that whole aspect of it, but now that you say it, it makes a lot more sense. The ending, the ending was definitely sad, but she did the right thing yeah. in the end. I agree. I think um, there were some really emotionally moving moments in this. And I think the acting in this was amazing. Like, I think the acting was some of the best in the MCU in terms of both of the stars and just the supporting performances. I think they were just both amazing because they had to juggle. They had to do all these styles of sitcoms and there were the, all these emotional scenes and there's all different types of people kind of even though they're playing one character I had to portray. I also thought this did a good job focusing just on Wanda and Vision's story, but also kind of setting up future properties by giving Monica her powers, by the post-credit scenes, setting up Doctor Strange, um, Wanda going, leading into Doctor Strange 2. What did you think? Yeah, I think it's pretty cool how they're able to take shows, take movies, and sort of take take you like one into the next with post credit scenes as Marvel is kind of famous for now. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, that really goes to show you that they have a plan. Like they know, they know what they want to do with their characters and with their story. And it just shows how organized and how complex Marvel stories can be because everything ties into the next um, as shown, especially with this show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I thought I thought it was a good balance of kind of telling a contained story in that when it's done, it's done because Westview's gone, Wanda's off. But then there's also open things like the white vision is still out there somewhere. And Monica now has her powers and she's going up into space for Captain Marvel 2. And then I was just wondering, what would you say is your favorite episode? The last one was definitely the most interesting one because we get to see Wanda in combat. Mm-hmm. I don't know about favorite. Honestly, yeah, I don't I don't know about favorite. What about you? I don't know if this is my favorite, but I think the best episode was episode eight, which was the one where Agatha walks Wanda through her past and all the flashbacks. And then you get to see her create the hex because I think that was the most well-written. Like that scene with Wanda and Vision talking when they're in Avengers Mansion, the flashback. And Vision says like, what is grief? But love persevering. That was just that whole conversation was well written, well acted. 
And it was just amazing to see, finally see when you see Wanda break down and create the hex just visually. That was really cool. Yeah, I thought the creation of Vision was extraordinary. But then the destruction of Vision was kind of disturbing and sad on the other hand. Yeah. In the last episode too, um, even though I thought the action was cool and stuff, I think the the best part was probably the emotional scenes, the acceptance, the letting go of the kids, of, of Vision, um, because it was really sad and it was well-written and it was just, it was kind of Wanda accepting, but also still it's very emotionally impacting because you've really come to care about these characters because they've become much more developed in this show. Yeah, and I think, I think through all of it, Wanda learned a lesson, but I don't think the show leaves her in a very good position, in a very good state, because it's almost as if she just lost everything again yeah. in her own way. Like she had it really good for a short while for it to be taken away again. And so I think maybe that could make the whole process like even harder for her, um, especially when now she doesn't really have anybody to turn to. Yeah, that's true. That's true because all her, she like, she's gone for five years. She comes back. She's in a final battle. Then suddenly Tony Stark dies. Vision's dead. She wakes up. Black Widow's dead, who was kind of her mentor a little bit in Civil War. And then um, and then a ton, ton of people are dead. The Avengers are kind of split. She's alone. And and she's she just is sad because she finds out S.W.O.R.D. is literally experimenting on her husband's body or not husband boyfriend <laughs> at the time and don't forget captain america is no longer present yeah he's an old man i also just wanted to mention what ask you what you thought of some of the side characters what did you think of the fake pietro because i know some people were a little bit disappointed when it didn't turn out to be multiverse and when he didn't turn out to be the x-men version of pietro what did you think of that? I feel like that would have been too confusing, honestly. Honestly, I don't have any problems with it, really. That one creepy scene when they showed him all shot, like shot up. Oh, yeah. I think that was that really illustrated Wanda's past trauma um, very deeply. Mm-hmm. I don't I wasn't disappointed at all because I know multiverse is coming. So and we will see plenty of multiverse stuff. So I'm not I wasn't disappointed. What did you think of Billy and Tommy, the kids? I thought that they played their roles pretty well. Um, kids getting powers. I'm, I'm not sure. Obviously, that's a storyline thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that they played their roles pretty well. I thought, yeah, for child actors, it's tough because some are very good and some aren't. And some are just okay. And I thought they were really good. And then I thought getting their powers was cool just because in the comics, they grow up to be big characters. Of course, they're now not in the MCU. They're dead but who knows like with that post credit scene she heard them screaming some people are theorizing they'll come back somehow I don't know about that yeah I thought that when she says to them like oh thank you for choosing me to be your mom yeah choosing yeah when she says that then you kind of get the message like oh it's over like that's yeah. gonna be the last that's gonna be the goodbye and then when when vision comes in the dark and turns on the light and says like, Oh, it's bad luck to say goodbye to someone like in the dark. Then, then that, that starts the whole thing. They look outside, um, the barriers collapsing and, and then they kind of foreshadow it before she ends up in the empty 
lot and she looks around as if nothing happened yeah yeah one one of the best things about the show for me was really spending more time with wanda and vision and developing the characters more and both of them have gone up my list of favorite marvel characters yeah i think you definitely get to know something about their character more mm-hmm. and so when when they appear in future movies um i think that'll be good although i don't know if the future of vision is looking too good i guess it lies in the white vision now yeah and then we'll see what they do with that because in the comics white vision he has the memories of normal vision but he has no emotions which will be interesting if they go that route which it seems like that's what they're doing that would be interesting to act but yeah yeah and then i was wondering what you thought of agnes slash agatha harkness i thought in the last the last couple episodes she was like really creepy mm-hmm. i mean it's a good actor because she totally changed her mood she starts oh, yeah. from the the cheery like oblivious neighbor who just wants to help and then there's like a total twist yeah and then she just turns into like an evil witch who can absorb people's powers and that flashback with her mom that was really creepy when she yeah she pretty much drained the life out of them and like they all withered away Mm -hmm. i agree i thought the acting was so good in this because she had to go each sitcom is different in terms of the style of acting so she had to do all that plus play that pure evil witch even though the character was when she was evil she was a little bit underdeveloped like i feel like there wasn't enough motivation for why she wanted all this power. But I think that she was played so well by such a great actress that she wasn't bland or boring. She wasn't like a boring villain. She was like a very charming and fun to watch villain, even if you didn't like her because she was evil. Yeah, definitely. And then these are two more minor characters, but uh, Jimmy and Darcy, um, they were more there for comedy. But what did you think of them? Um, So I thought that it was cool how they implemented like past characters so obviously you have Jimmy who was in Ant-Man um, and then you have Darcy who was in Thor. And so I think that just gives the viewer like a connection, like, Hey, you know, they're from, they're from Thor. They're from Ant-Man. Um, I thought that she, like Darcy definitely um, sort of displayed how smart she is because mm-hmm. she figured out, so in that one episode where it's like flashing back to what's really happening outside of the circle, they really, like she figured it all out pretty much. Yeah. Her and with Geraldine, obviously. Um, and then Jimmy, I don't know. I think he's more, he's more like funny comedy kind of. He always has that expression, <laughs> that one expression. He's trying to look, he's trying to look like concerned and thoughtful, but he looks like funny. I don't know, but I think, <laughs> I think overall he he did a pretty good job though as yeah. the character, especially, especially similar. He keeps it consistent with how he acted out in Ant-Man. Yeah, I think um it was just cool seeing side characters we haven't seen in a while and they were both just kind of charming, good, kind of funny at points side characters who played their roles well and they didn't have huge roles, but yeah. And then last one, I was wondering what you thought of uh, Monica Rambo slash Geraldine as she was in the in the hex you know i thought i thought she was done okay mm-hmm. um honestly i don't feel as much of a connection to her as i do to some of these other characters but obviously it's because we haven't seen her as much um 
she was displayed in like a couple of the episodes as like a main character but then like in the last one she was yeah. kind of a side mm-hmm. uh, she was decided in like the majority of them and so i think that this can continue to develop once we see future movies with her in it and i think marvel has done a good job leading into these future movies and so i'm excited to see what's next yeah i agree i really like her i like how she got the powers her connection to her mom dying and how she tried to connect with wanda over their grief i do wish she was in the finale more um i think a lot of i think the inner the director did an interview and he said there was a whole nother plot line with jimmy and darcy and monica but it got cut out because of pandemic they had to re-edit and change stuff i don't really know the details but yeah i think i think darcy did not have a role she had one moment in, in the, the whole finale. finale so then do you want to do like overall thoughts and score out of 10 now yeah i think out of 10 i think i might have to go with the 10 out of 10 i mean this show was everything that i wanted it to be mm-hmm. like if you Go back to what I when I was talking about this, what I was hoping this show would be like before it came out. Um, again, they just did a great job. They took a risky and confusing situation. They made it make sense. They set the mood well. They wrote it well. Everything tied in. And overall, like the ending, the ending was what it had to be. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's only really one one ending that could have done it and they just did that ending so well they put emotion into it so i mean this show it was like a funny sitcom and it was emotional mysterious and action-packed in the finale and so i thought that they just did a wonderful job yeah i agree for me it's a 10 out of 10 i've heard a lot of the criticisms of it i know some people were a little disappointed in the ending because Either some people had a lot of theories that didn't come true and people were upset by that, or some people didn't love how Monica was sidelined, or there were some criticisms, which I understand, but I loved it. All right, so that is going to conclude our episode for today. Please let us know what you what you thought about the show WandaVision and whether you liked it or not, or agreed slash disagreed with what we said. Um, and also, finally, don't forget to vote for in the form, which will be in the description down below. So make sure to give us your input. You know, what was your favorite episode, favorite scene, and favorite part of the show in general, what you thought of the character. So whatever you want, put it in the form. We always like to hear your feedback. And thanks again for tuning in to today's episode.